0: The most important thing you could share with me today is your perspective. Because the freedom of perspective fuels the logic we use to defend truth. We never stop fighting for freedom and truth and that is what makes us Americans. Welcome to Critical Thought with Noah Chalaya. Radio 1310, KNOX 107.9, 1033 FM. Good morning. It is 11.06 and 50 as we make our way to a daytime high of 63. My name is Noah Lai. I am your host. Delighted to be here with you. So one of the things you're going to learn about this show, if you haven't figured it out already, is we've got a lot to get through each day. And to make that happen, the train has to stay in the proverbial tracks. And so if I'm going to earn your ears each and every time I open the mic then you have to know that the train is going to stay on the tracks. I've been getting text messages and at least one phone call asking me to talk a little bit about myself. And I've politely responded each time that, yep, I'm gonna make time for that. We're gonna take some time to do that. I'm not typically the kind of person that will turn the spotlight on myself because, frankly, there are more interesting things in the world happening to talk about, and I'd rather dig into those things. But at the same time... I recognize that there is value to the fact that I'm not some syndicated guy sitting from on high and it comes in via satellite and you listen to it and uh, none of that. I live here. I live in this city. I drive the same streets you do. So this isn't something I'm going to do on a routine basis. We're not going to spend a ton of time on it. But for the next little bit, I am open to any and all questions about me. 775-55-59. You can Call or text that number. Email your questions live at canowxradio.com. I was born at Ultra Hospital. At that time, it was United Hospital. I went to UND. All of my schooling has been done right here in Grand Forks. I've never left. Went to high school with plenty of people that, oh, I can't wait to get out of Grand Forks. Not me. I'm here for life, baby. I love this place. I get that the winter gets to 60 below zero sometimes. I would tell you that just keeps the riffraff out. I'm married. I've got a wife. I've got kids of both genders. They attend public schools here in grand forks i 'm a gun nut to the max. Uh, I woke up on my eighteenth birthday while I was in high school, and on my way to high school, I went to shields and I bought my first gun avid music lover i 'm a drummer. I drum at church, I like guitar, jam with friends and i 'm a geek to the max. I started an IT consulting company in college and That has been, for the last 10 plus years, my day job. And in my IT job, I leverage something called free and open source software to provide a greater value to businesses because it removes vendor lock in and it allows choice and freedom of uh, freedom of technical choice. And it puts people in control of their IT infrastructure instead of companies. There's a small wooden mailbox in the lobby of my office. And most of you, if you walked in, you would walk right past it and you wouldn't even notice it. But I've lived my entire adult life. Having to explain and demonstrate the value that I can provide to other people in order to earn a paycheck. When I got here and like I'm sitting down for, you know, the initial meeting, they're like, yeah, we pay you. You know, you can take time off. You can leave and you can be gone for two weeks and we still pay you for the time. that." You, like that is such a foreign concept to me. I, I ha- like I have to sit and process still hasn't entirely sunk in that somebody pays me a paycheck regardless of how well the company does or how like my pay- paycheck is guaranteed. That is such a foreign concept to me because I've <laughs> never lived my life like that. And I found after 13 years of doing that, that the most effective way to serve people is to come alongside businesses and understand their critical paths. Critical paths are the things that make their business tick and it affects their bottom line. So you can have all, all the marketing mumbo jumbo you want at the end of the day. If you can point to something and say, That phone has to ring for your customer to get a hold of you. I can make that phone ring. That email thing has to be able to respond to your clients for you to be able to make that sale. I will make that happen. And I found that if I do that on a consistent basis, most businesses are thrilled to write a check as a thank you for serving them. IT is largely about keeping an eye on where the puck is going to be. And so in 2017, I started a podcast called The Ask Noah Show, and the idea there was, To serve the IT community in kind of a similar way that we served the people that my IT company was serving. It focuses on nerds and gives them the knowledge, tools, and and attitude necessary to serve other people's technical needs. And in 2017, right after I started the podcast, that same year, President Donald Trump was speaking at a rally in Fargo. And I had a press pass and I had the gear to broadcast it. Trump. And politics had nothing to do with open source, tech, IT, nothing at all. But I'm a political junkie, and I had the ability to do it, and I had Press Pass to get in, so I did it anyway. And I get to the event in Fargo, which, by the way, that, that's, that's a story in and of itself. But I, I, I get to the event in Fargo, and I wind up at a table with Pat Sweeney and Doug Barrett. And I had a wired internet connection that day to, to, for my broadcast unit. And I looked over and saw that they were connected wirelessly. And I said, do you want a wired feed? And to throw them a bone, they took a look at their unit and it says it's connected wirelessly and everything's working and it's connected back to the station. They got a good feed. So they said no. And I thought to myself, in an hour, this room is going to be filled with thousands of people on Wi-Fi, but it's your funeral. We'll see what happens. So a few minutes before the president speaks, I look over and you can see just they are stressed to the max. Hey, about that wired connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, 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 please. Okay. Get the connection there. Get him on the air. All is good. Didn't really think much of it. They evidently come back and they tell Jared and Ryan and Brad and everybody else like, Hey, there's this guy that we've never even heard of and apparently can do some broadcast engineering on the fly and does a talk show on tech. And probably a week after that, I got a call from Brad Schmidt and he said, we would like you to come do what you're doing for tech here with politics. And could you fill in for us from time to time? And I said, yeah, that would be great. And since then I've spent, uh, you've heard me here on KNOX. I filled in on our sister station, KNSI in St. Cloud. And that friendship with Brad Schmidt has turned into without a doubt, one of the closest friendships I've ever had. I talk to him daily, if not, Every few hours. And he wasn't in Arkansas all but a few weeks before I planned my flight out there to go visit him and his family. So fast forward to today. Here's the secret to working in broadcast. Be willing and able to wear more than one hat. Because I can't think of anyone in this building who only does one job. Everybody here wears at least a few hats. I have 20 plus years of IT experience. And that is greatly appreciated. By Jared and our chief engineer who's based out of St. Cloud. And it's a three hour plus drive for him to get here. So it's real helpful when something goes down and he can just say, hey, no, you go take a look at this. Yeah, no problem. But broadcast is primarily these days computer network driven. So where it used to be, everything was analog and required a lot of knowledge on you know, keeping audio separate and all of the things these days, everything goes onto a computer network and it all cycles around. And the studios that we have are their second to none is like world class. I can sit in any studio in this building or actually I should say I can sit in any latent studio and they're all interconnected. So we have a connection back to St. cloud and they can put me on any station. I just say, I'm in this production studio. I'm in this station and they take the feed and, and put it out over the air. And that means that the IT skill is, is, is super helpful. So I continue to help out here with that. But the important part is I wear that hat so that I have the ability to do this because this is what I've been skating towards since since 2017. That brings us to the launch of critical thought. A ton of thought and planning went into the launch of this show. Far more than I could ever get into in in one radio segment. The problem that I saw as I looked at how would I conduct a radio program and a long-term radio program, anybody can fill a day of radio. Everybody has a story and everybody has enough life experience that you could come in, sit in this chair and you could fill three hours of radio. You can do that once. Some people can do it for a week. Some people can do it for six months to a year. But I plan to be here a lot longer than that. And so to do that requires a tremendous amount of intentionality. You can have whatever opinion you want to have, but the idea of truth is very much under attack in the world right now. Nobody wants to acknowledge objective truth. Everybody wants their opinion to reign supreme. So you can have whatever opinion you want to have, and you can justify your opinion however you want to justify it, but you don't get to change the truth. I would draw your attention to this concept of an axiom. An axiom is a statement that is taken to be true. You can simply look at it and know it's true. I'll give you an example. Asking questions as opposed to repeating an assumption leads to a better understanding. Asking questions as opposed to repeating an assumption leads to a better understanding. So I can say that and you can hear that statement and you can think about it and your brain can process it and then you can go, that's true. I don't need to cite a source for that. You can just say to yourself, is it true? That if I ask a question, as opposed to repeating what I've already been told, that I'll have a better understanding because I've learned something new. You're not going to learn anything new if you just keep repeating what you think you already know, but ask a question, get a different perspective. Now you're onto something. I have no idea where your walk with God is in life, and I'm, I'm not one of those like holier-than-thou people who wears his religion on his, on his sleeve, but it's absolutely a core source of truth for me. And one of my favorite Brad Schmidt quotes ever is you don't truly understand the need for a savior until you first understand the depth of your own depravity. And I would tell you no equivocations. I'm a terrible human, disgusting human being. And I get it wrong more often than I get it right. I have a strong belief in the maximum absence of coercion. And so as you listen to this radio program, you're going to see that come out. I think rational adults will act in their own rational self-interest and that government should stay out of their way to do so. And to do that, I really I use two sources of truth. One is the Bible because it has the long, one of the longest track histories of delivering truth and wisdom. Two thousand plus years. We literally started counting years at the time of Christ and the United States Constitution, which is the document that literally defines us as a country. It's where the president gets his derived power from. There are three things I try and teach my kids. One is how to use logic. The second is how to think critically. And the third is how to teach yourself a new skill. Because if you can use logic, you can evaluate a claim against a known truth. If you know how to think critically, then you'll never accept anybody's claim at face value. You'll listen to the claim. You'll ask questions about the claim so you can better your understanding You'll internalize what's being said. You'll be able to make the argument better than the other guy, their own argument. You'll make it better for them. And if you can do those two things and you're willing to teach yourself a new skill, you can accomplish almost anything in life. I am one of the most curious people you'll ever meet. And I early on in my life when I was in college, I went to an Indian restaurant and I was eating Indian food with my friend and my friend asks the waiter you have a tandoor yeah for those of you that don't know what a tandoor is it's a clay oven to cook bread and 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 stuff in that's traditionally used in indian cooking yeah we have a tandoor well can i see it i mean it's in the kitchen so uh i don't i don't really know how we would how we would do that i'll come back in the kitchen i want to see it and i'm sitting across the booth horribly embarrassed because it seems like a silly venture to get on i'm like what dude, why do you want to see the ta- just to order the food? Let's get the tiki masala. Let's get the garlic. naan. let's move on. I want to go see the tandoor. All right. So he goes back. He's gone for 20 minutes. He comes back. I'm like, are you happy? Can we eat food? can we eat our lunch now? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so cool, man. Oh, so awesome. Like to have this and this piece comes down. I don't care. OK, well, you're lost. Fast forward like six weeks after that. We're sitting in a boat and going water skiing, which is another thing I just love. And it's was with a friend who's from India. And a friend from India owns a Indian restaurant in another part of the country and is telling me about the problems that he's having with this tandoor. And my friend starts firing back. Well, have you checked the little thing underneath the, the, the you know, the, the little thing that comes down? this? Have you checked that? Oh, I, yeah, I don't know. And they're having this conversation. I look over. When did you become an expert on tandoors? So, well, you remember that time we were at the Indian restaurant and you didn't want to come back? Okay, I get it now. It was my opportunity to learn about something. And because I was pigheaded, because I didn't have an active interest right at that second, I limited my own ability to learn about something new. I I limited my own curiosity. And really from that moment on, I've been very intentional about exploring curiosity every time I get the opportunity. And so that's what you're going to get on this show. We're not going to drive by an opportunity to learn. We're not going to drive by an opportunity to explore a different perspective. We're not going to drive by the opportunity to learn something new because you never know when that's going to play out in your favor later in life. Thanks for listening to Critical Thought. Download the show notes at criticalthought.show. The content from this episode was taken from the live radio show, which airs every weekday from 9 a.m. to noon on News Talk 1310 KNOX, streamed online at knoxradio.com.